Welcome back to the podcast. This is Aaron. And, uh, yeah. You'll notice that there will be sound effects in my videos now. So, that's pretty cool. Uh, it will be more quality. Anyways. So, let's get into the story. So, sadly, Melosius, the series is over. Kind of enjoyed making that one, but it's done now. So, now we're going to move on to a new story. It won't really connect to anything, so you can just kind of, like, watch it without having to watch anything else. This is going to, but this is, like, connect, it's in the same universe, though. So, this is after the fall, the final fall of, um, T- Little Timmy. So, it's going to be after that. So, but this, something worse is going to go down. <clears throat> So, on this planet, uh, there was a family, um, there was a boy, and then the mom and husband, so, they lived in, like, a pretty good neighborhood, it wasn't too bad, it wasn't a too bad neighborhood, um, but one thing about it is that actually, bugs... But, you know, you would think of, like, normal bugs, but, like, these bugs aren't normal bugs. These bugs are big. And very, very big. Like, the biggest bugs you will ever see. Like, they are very big bugs. And because some of them are, like, uh, they all, they all have different names. Like, you know how there's a mosquito, they call them bloodsuckers, and they're, like, uh, two, they're, like, the one of the biggest ones, they're, like, like, six feet to seven feet tall, um, but there are bigger ones than that, like, the wasp, which you, you wouldn't think that the wasp would be, but the wasp is, like, 12 feet tall, it's, like, one of the tallest, like, one of the tallest, there is one, one way, a little taller than that, I won't get into that one, but it's not even a bug, really, it's, like, the overlord of everything, it's a tarantula. Anyways. So, I mean, it's kind of like, kind of crazy. So, they're always like hearing buzzing sounds. And these, these are very bad bugs. Like, they'll hunt you down. Like, they're not good bugs. Like, they are good bugs. So, you definitely want to watch out. So, yeah. I mean, first of all, the bugs, like, the only source of food is humans, so, and they all can spit these big, like, bubbles of, like, slobber, whatever you want to call it, and it gets them stuck, and it makes the people stuck inside of it, so then, they suck their spit back up, and they're inside of it, so they just suck the the human inside inside their body. Which would eventually kill them, so because of their body acids. So, you know, yeah, that's how that's how they eat food. They put them in a ball of like spit, and then they eat it. But you see, <clears throat> mosquitoes—they're doing it the legal way because the flies—they have a certain like way to eat them. Like you can't eat them in any other way. Mosquitoes—they just go right into it and suck people's blood until they're flat, like a cushion, or like a like no no like flat like a stick because you're. The last things 
the only things that are in your body left are bones. Literally just bones. They'll literally suck everything else out of you. Intestines, heart, everything. Brain, eyes. It's all gone. You're just a skeleton. Anyways, so, yeah. So, obviously, the humans had to, like, train to fight. So, the females wouldn't really fight that much. It would be more of, like, the men. So, there were some female fighters, but most of the time, they had to take care of, like, the, and train. They had to help and, like, train all of, they, they literally trained everyone. So, and the, and the father, but the same is, the, this, the only person that was uh, able to take care of this kid was his father. He didn't have a mother, it was just a father. So, everyone, but like, so his father had to teach him. Normally it would be your mother who teaches you how to fight, but it was his father. Because his mother, his mother died. A while back from giving birth to him, so. Because they, they don't, they don't have really good, like, you know, not very good um, feelings and stuff. So it's kind of hard for them to like survive. And uh, yeah, there's not really any cars or anything either. It's really just uh, they live in like a small like village basically. So. There is some forest in the background and some water. And there aren't really any sirens or anything like that. But this night was something even darker. This night was a dark and storm. Midnight. It played on and on, and it was raining miserably the whole time. They had, like, nothing to do with it. It was crazy. Like, they hadn't, they couldn't do anything. So everyone was just told to stay inside, and the rain would get over with, and they would have to stay inside. So everyone, you know, was just living and not having normal lives, and the father was literally in, the, in their hut with his son, and he was like, all right. So, might as well get some more training in. And the thing is, they fight, what's kind of ironic is they fight with these spatulas. So, he's like, so, if you're ever trapped in a spit bubble, what you're going to want to do is you're going to use the back end of your uh, slapper. The back end of it, the metal end of it. And you're going to want to pressure the bubble until it pops. And then you jump out. Because it's not sticky in the inside. And on the outside it is. So it can kind of absorb you. So he's like, so uh, I have some ropes. And you're going to have to hit. It's going to be even harder to break it using the back end. So he's like, all right, here you go. And he and he tries pressuring on it. And he, he ties up his son with end ropes. And he's like, all right, put as much pressure as you can on using the back end. So he was. And he's like, ugh, ugh. And eventually, it snapped. It snapped off and fell to the ground. And the thunder kind of like... There wasn't really much sound because of how loud the thunder was. So it kind of just took over all of the sound. 
so there wasn't much any sound. It was very hard to speak to one another. They almost had to yell like this because of how loud the thunder was. So, yeah. So they were always like, okay, uh, let's get out of here. Um, this isn't okay. So, yeah. They kept on, like, moving on and, like, getting on with life. After that, he was like, alright, we should probably cook up some dinner now. Um, yeah. So, they started cooking up some dinner. And it was still very rainy. Still very, very rainy. And eventually, it kind of calmed down. But then it came back again. Even louder sometimes. It was very, very loud. And then... It's almost like it was calming down just a little bit. It wasn't as powerful. It was more like you could tell. But there was still some pretty loud thunder clapping. Just saying. So, yeah. It was also at nighttime, like I said. So, there, yeah. Like I said, they were just cooking dinner. And they were having a good time cooking up their dinner. And they were like, alright. So, tell me about your day, son. Because they go to school and all that. But they have to get on the... They have to go underground. Like, everything is underground, except their huts. Because if you go underground, if you're above ground, there's a chance that a bug could just swoop by and kidnap you and eat you. So, yeah, that's why they had a tunnels throughout the whole underground, where you can go to school, go to shops. They had all of these things underground. So, they had, like, underground tunnels going throughout everywhere. But they were very, very hard to keep manage of. Like, sometimes they would flood and collapse. So they only had, like, a few days that people were actually allowed to go down there because of how dangerous and how many times it collapses all the time. So, they were, so, yeah, it's not very good. Um, so, yeah, the family, father and son, they finished up dinner, and he told them about his day about school. And he's like, okay, nice. And then he, then the father was like, let me teach you one more lesson. If you ever get compressed, they get like if a if a uh, anything compresses against your chest, like slams you into the wall. One thing you can do is then they hear a knock at their door. This time it was a little. It got louder. They were pounding on the door. Not even in like a, not even in like a certain like beat. They were just smashing at the door. And the father was like, let me get it. And then the son was getting very scared and was like, are you sure you should be doing that? And then the door blew off, literally just blew off and hit the father and slammed him against the wall. And then he kind of just slid down motionless. And then the thunder kind of calmed down. And the son started to cry. And he was like. <laughs> and then he looked up. And he saw fire. In his eyes. Major. Fire. And it was still. It was still just going on. He could hear it in the distance. He could hear it surrounding him. And then a bug came down. 
He was literally, that like, a bug was right there. And the bug started spitting split, spit at it, so then it would, like, literally burn out the whole fire. So it literally burned out. Just like that. Literally just like that. And there's still some, like, light rain in it, there and there, but not a lot. Not a lot. Not really much. So there would be, like, a light rain now and then. So there's still some rain. Like that. So they would have some light rain still in the distance. And he saw that there was the bug, of course. And he was like, another bug. Of course there is another bug. And he looks at the bug and he's like, it's my time to shine. But then it spits spitball at him and captures him in it. Right, right there, then in there. And then the bug just grabs onto it and starts, it's walking over to the spitball. And he's like, crap. So he's like trying to get out of the spitball. And then he remembered, you have to use the back end of your spatula. So he's using it. And he bursts the bubble. And then he starts running. But then, the bug slam. There's this table in the center with their food on it. He slams it. And it goes and falls. just And crashes. Literally just crashes. It, it like... It just comes in and, like, absolutely crashes. Just like this. Yeah, it crashes just like that. And a little like this. Literally just like that as well. So, yeah. So the rocks were... So it basically crumbled like rocks like that. It just smashed into the ground. And... The little boy was like, please don't hurt me, like, please, but he knew it was going to try to hurt me, and it pressed up against him, too, he was pressed up against, against his table, and his father never told him what to do if this happened, he died just before he could, so he was like, crap, what, what should I do, so he tried using, doing the same bubble technique, but instead he used the wrong end, and he pressed it, and the, and the, and the rubber part, the slapper, snapped in half, and he only had it, and it just broke off, and he had only had the metal, like, bar left, and he was like, crap, so he just tried to use his feet below, and try to kick it off of him, and eventually he did, and he was actually able to kick it all the way off of him, and slam it into the fly, because one weakness about the flies is that they're not buff, they don't have armor or anything, unless they are armored, like, an armored, like, beetle or something but flies are very this is just a normal fly it's very easy to just squish like a bug because it doesn't have any bones it just goes squish so when he pressed that when he slammed it it squished it literally hit the fly over and it made his arm squish but not his whole body so then i'm gonna call this kid uh kenny so, and then kenny he grabbed his uh spear basically just a spear now just a metal rod and he jumps up in the air and slams it into the fly's head and he has slayed the fly and then it's black organs kind of just yeah it has like black insides i don't know it's kind of weird even though bugs have red insides anyways but it's it's black in this game it's it's black in this game so yeah he killed the bug so that was good for him so he felt he felt nice and felt like he actually, like, is going to survive now. Most likely. So, like, yeah, he's chilling, but not because his family is, like, 
basically dead. Uh, he's, he's by himself. And then he got outside. And he heard, like, some crazy noises in the distance. He looked outside. And he saw some more, like, crazy stuff going on. He saw some, like, crazy stuff. Very crazy stuff. From this, he then just heard this. Yeah. I don't know how, but he did. It was more like this. <clears throat> it wasn't as, like, terrifying as that. It was more like this. Yeah, just saying. They they were more like, I don't know, they didn't really... They were shorter people as well. They were almost like hobbits. Like, the tallest person that they had was, like, 5'6". So, like, his father was, like, only, like, 4'8". And he was only, like, 3'12", maybe. He was pretty tall, but he was only, like, 3'12". He wasn't even 4 feet. So, he was still pretty short. So, he's like... And they just looked around. And he saw a bunch of people fighting. And also, of course, some of the, like, not... Big ones, like, literally just some crickets. Literally just some crickets. This was the only noise that they had playing while they were fighting. That was the only noise. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. Like, this happened repeatedly. The only sound in the distance. And they heard a little bit of crashes and, like, a few battle cries as well. And. Uh. Yeah. It was getting kind of crazy. So. Eventually. He saw many people getting like killed instantly. Because he saw people getting slurped up and spit bubbles. And basically. Kenny was just sprinting through the distance. Because he was like. I do not want to die. So, yeah. So, he was kind of just going, like, speed right now, basically. And... So, he was really just going like this. Literally just like that. He was zooming. Zooming. Throughout. And it was getting kind of crazy. But eventually... That te and then a big air of wood, like a big air, just came out of nowhere and just struck, just like that, and it blew a bunch of the the people over and some bugs over because that was really hard to fly around. And then it was still nighttime at this, so it was kind of hard to see things. So then Kenny just got knocked over by a fly, and the fly was about to spit at him and devour and eat him but then this hooded figure came out of nowhere and slayed the fl fly right in front of him and then he was like all right 
follow me, and we're getting out of here now. So then he was like, okay, all right, this is nice. Yeah, we'll, we'll escape. This is good. He's like, yeah, we'll, we'll get out of here, and we'll be okay. So they started sprinting, and they were running and running and running and all that, and eventually, it was kind of just getting kind of crazy. So yeah, it was getting it was getting very very loud and he was like, "What is that? What is that? What is that?" Then, in the distance, they were just running. Eventually they got inside grass. They got into grass. Just like that. And they were still just running and running throughout the grass and they were sprinting on different types of floor grass it was going through different things then they heard footsteps behind them as well and they were like who is that and they looked behind them and it's somehow a, like a bee no, a wasp. One of the tallest ones. And they're tiny. These humans are tiny compared to, like, uh, like you know, normal humans. So, they were, like, while they were still running, they looked up and they saw a big wasp. And they were, like, uh, that's kind of scary. And it was getting close to them. And eventually... It was getting a little more crazy than what we thought. Literally just like that. Literally just like that. It buzzed just like that. And it was a terrifying and loud noise. That was a very loud noise. Like, that's that's, nor that's not what people normally want to hear. Then rain started to pick up again. Just some light rain. But it was still pretty loud. In the distance. The rain was starting to pour again. And they were like. Crap. We gotta go. And. Yeah. It started picking up. And getting a little heavier. And. The bee was still buzzing. As you know. And it was not getting good. Whatsoever. It was not getting good. I promise you that. Because the bee was still buzzing. Just like that. I don't think it even was. But hey. That's okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So it buzzed throughout. And it kept on buzzing at them. You already know this sound. Just keep on playing that in your head again. Uh, and they were like. Crap. And then the hooded guy was just like. Kicked me to the side. Not me. But Kenny to the side. And he was like. You need to go straight forward. And run through the forest. And you'll find. Uh, this, like, area with, like, a sign. And watch out for traps. Obviously, Kenny being kind of stupid, he wouldn't watch out for traps. So he ran. He kept on running as the rain was kind of absorbing all the sound as well, again. So he was still just kind of running. And he didn't really, like, 
he was just looking around, and he's like, crap. And he, like, looked behind him, and he saw, like, all of this, like, he heard, like, loud, like, a loud bang noise. And then he looked in the distance, and this sound kind of took over everything. It went silent just for a little bit. Then he heard this once again, but it was a bunch of trees collapsing. And then it kind of silenced, and then it went back to rain, like a rain. It just went back to rain again. Then he heard more of it. And it was not okay. He heard more crashing. And he was like, why? Why? And he just kept on hearing the same noise repeat, plus the rain. And there was a few birds in the distance, but then they kind of faded out because, you know, it wasn't turning good. And then eventually he saw a sign. And he was like, yes, did it. And then he turned around for just a second and he saw something terrified him. Just a big angle for fire in the, behind him. And he was like, what happened? And then, while he wasn't looking, he gets snapped up by a rope trap that was covered in slobber. So he was kind of like stuck in a weird, awkward position. And kind of just like stuck into it. So he couldn't move. He was trapped. And rain still was lightly falling, laughing in his face. And yeah, that was not good. So, yeah. And then he looked around and he also saw some more noises. Some more noises. Battle. This wasn't just guns. This was just. This was like literal people firing. They have. They also. Their form of weapons were firing these metal rods. So they were basically bullets, but they were super long and they fired metal rods. So this was also in the distance. He just heard this in the distance as he was running. There's also some light rain still. So, yeah. So, he just hears that in the distance as he's still caught up in this net that he's kind of just creaking around in. Kind of just creaking around in it. As he hears these noises in the distance. And he's like, okay, uh, yeah, this is fun. This is really nice. <laughs> he was very terrified. So, he, he was starting to use his rod to kind of cut at his, because one of his wrists was not covered in stuff, so he could, like, kind of saw lightly at the, uh, rope, until it kind of just, like, didn't snap, but then he heard the same buzz again, and he looked, and he saw the wasp was coming towards him, and somehow it wasn't dead, but then he noticed that it was actually on fire, so, he was like, oh, it's, it's gonna die. Okay, good. And it crashed into just the ground and burned up. Uh, but then he heard mosquitoes. They were coming. And then he remembered a long time ago, his father told him, Son, if you ever, ever have to do this 
act like you're dead. Because when they cut the rope, they're going to cut the rope and then suck your blood. So, because only wasps use this type of trap. So, and mosquitoes. So, yeah, they're going to cut the net first. And then when they cut the net, that's your time to run. Because you won't be attached to the stuff again. You won't be, like, trapped. So, when they, when you cut it, just dip. So, he acted like dead. And the mosquitoes literally cut the rope using the back of their legs. Because they were sharp. And it cut the rope. And... Yeah. They were able to literally just do that. And it was kind of crazy. And then the noises in the distance kind of stopped as well. And he couldn't hear really anything anymore. And he was like, don't know what happened, but something happened. And then kind of just, you know, kind of disappeared disappeared after that kind of just like faded out and then as as the ropes fell he went just to dip he literally just went to dip again he sprinted once again he's able to sprint he was literally able to sprint once again just like this actually more like a fast one literally like this yeah 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 Definitely. So, yeah. He was sprinting throughout the grass. Still. And then, he heard it stop. And he was like, okay, it's over. And he was like, huh, am I gonna die? And he was still just kind of running. He was almost like sliding his feet eventually. Until he did see a sign like the guy said. And he kind of stopped. And then he looked around. And then in the distance. He heard the stuff go on again. The same fighting noises. But instead, it was like lighting on fire. And he looked behind him, and he saw his whole village was on fire in the distance. And he was like, huh? And then, that's when this episode ends. See you in a bit. Bye-bye.